Good morning, and welcome to your favorite non-negotiable part of your Sunday, which is listening to this podcast. (laughs) What a good intro. I know. Well, I mentioned in the last one that, like, I wanted to try to figure something out. So we're going to try some new intros. That's that's the first try. (laughs) Okay, perfect. I liked it. I liked it. (laughs) How are you doing today, Alexis? I'm good. How are you doing today? I'm also good. Yeah. I feel like... I'm standard. Like, yeah, like mid-line. a moderate level. I'm not like feeling extra good. Like I'm not like swell, but I'm also not terrible. I'm feeling good. I agree. I agree. Today, we're switching it up from our super deep episode last week. If you guys listened to it, honestly, Alexis was editing it and she was texting me like, girl, this is like our best one yet. Thoroughly enjoy. We need to it. do more like these. I loved it. It was so fun to do, but like more fun to listen back. And I was just like, wow, like we did so good. Like nice. I'm not talking about like the actual recording of the podcast, but I was saying that like, I think we did good in terms of like unpacking and getting real and raw and like actually authentic, which was like the whole point of that episode of like who we really are and trying to be authentic, but how to do that. And I think it was just really raw, which I liked. Yeah, I agree. It felt like coming from us it was genuine in the moment and then listening back it was just like so satisfying I guess to listen to yeah yeah it was like a second therapy session listening to it the first therapy session was doing it and then listening it to it back I was like wow growth like I had to give myself snaps at the end when I was like I was trying to find the words for it all and I was trying to like in real time figure out my emotions and then I was like I just wanted people to be proud of me and I was like ah Marissa like good job for recognizing yeah I yeah I loved it but we're doing a complete 360 from last week's episode because we're gonna be chill again we're just gonna have some fun and we're gonna take the love language quiz together we've already taken the Enneagram test and we figured out that we're both eights and mine specifically changed from like a one to an eight were you an eight before yeah okay but we took the Enneagram Now we're taking love language because we mentioned this in a previous episode too about just like relationships and friendships and a lot of it I like to think about in terms of love languages because friendships basically are relationships. Obviously, they're just not intimate relationships, but a lot of that stuff goes hand in hand of how friendships work and your dynamic based on like your love language or how do you like to feel appreciated what makes you feel appreciated or feel loved it's the things that fill your cup and it's not always the same for everyone right and like typically the way that we show love to other people is the way that we need love back and not the way that they need love so it's important to know your love languages so that way you can do what other people need for them and also advocate for yourself and get that love back as well Mm mm-hmm I also think it's valuable to take a love language test to see where you stand if you've never done it before because it puts it into perspective of the things that yeah make you feel loved and know that it's not the same for everyone. So when you are in a relationship or you're in a friendship and you just keep thinking like, why do I feel so unloved or so unappreciated? And you take a look at how your partner is showing love to you and how you just said that's usually how they want to receive it. It just kind of makes you think about it a little bit differently and say like, oh, everybody's a little different and it doesn't mean that this person doesn't love me it just they're just not showing it in the way that fills my cup and unless you know what fills your cup that's the only time that you can communicate to someone else like hey this is what I would like or what I need to feel appreciated or feel loved from you my love language is physical touch can we do more cuddling or holding hands or something because your partner just might not know that and they're just showing love the only way that they know and if it's not working for you it doesn't mean they don't love you They just don't know. Right, exactly. People can't read your mind. And so you have to know for yourself so you can advocate and get what you need back. I never took the love language test until I think it was during like COVID or something. And I sat down and took it and I was like, oh, interesting. And I don't remember my exact ranking. The one that stuck out to me the most was that my least favorite or like my last one is uh, physical touch. Hmm. And that's how I tested before. And I'm interested because my Enneagram changed. I'm interested if my love languages will change. It might. I don't know. I feel like it could, especially because you're with like Cohen now. And so maybe it's different. 
we'll see. I don't know. Have you taken it before? I have. I think that I took it a long time ago. I want to say like four or something years ago. And I'm pretty sure my last one, like my least was gifts. And my number one was words of affirmation. But I could mm-hmm. definitely see it changing. So we'll see. I was talking about it with Cohen because I was asking him his love languages recently. And I told him, like, I'm curious if mine were going to change and whatnot. And he said something which did get me thinking. And it might depend on your answers of who you're thinking of when you're taking the test, maybe. Because if you're thinking of it with a friendship in mind, is it going to come out with different results? Or are you going to think of it with your current partner is going to come out with different results? Or are you thinking of it with like your dream or like what you would actually like? Like if you're coming into it with an open mind with no one specific in mind of doing that thing with is it going to change your answers? I feel like it should be pretty generic across people. Like, I think that the way that we need love sh- might just be the same from everybody. I don't know. I, don't I know. think that's, yeah, it's an interesting question because I feel like mine is going to change. And when he said that, I was like, I could see that. I don't know if like there's any validity behind it, but I could see that because before taking the test, if I had my previous partner in mind, I might have answered the questions a little bit differently of like what I would want from them versus like what I want from Cohen or if I am thinking of it as a friend like what would I want from you like I I'm not even with you we are states apart so like physical touch quote-unquote in a friendship is not going to exist but in a relationship that might be my number one now or something like that so I think it could change depending on if you're taking it generically if you're taking it with intimate relationships in mind if you're taking it with like friendships in mind so how are we going to take this are we going to take it generically are we going to take it with like our partners in mind what are we going to do I don't know I kind of want to do it with not a specific partner but I'm going to take it with the mindset of like an intimate relationship like a partnership that's what I was thinking too just to start out on that baseline but if you wanted to take the test with us the link to the test will be in the show notes we posted the Enneagram test in the show notes as well. And a couple of y'all DM'd us like, where is it? I can't find it. If you click on, depending on where you're listening this on, but like in Spotify, if you click on the episode, it'll take you back to like our actual page of all of our episodes. And then you can click to see like the descriptions and whatnot of each episode. And that's where it's posted. And you can just click it, take it with us on your phone or whatever. Um, and just think about how you want to take it. If you're going to take it with friends in mind or your partner or just you know, a future partner, whatever. So I'm personally, I'm not going to think of it as like Cohen per se, but just where I'm at now and like what I would want out of a partner is kind of how I'm going to do it. Yeah, I'll do the same. Has Omar taken it? He has. We took it together when we started dating and I think his number one was physical touch. But I don't remember what the rest of his were. Mm. His might have changed too. I don't know. I'm excited to like analyze our answers and just like talk a little bit more afterwards to see like how this all plays out because I'm just curious. I feel like yeah I remember my last one being physical touch before. I think my first one was like acts of service as what I think I last tested as. So we'll see. Let's start us off here. The first question that we have is And all of these are like two choice kind of things. So it prompts you with um, some sort of a prompt. This one is, it's more meaningful to me when, and then we get two different answers. So the first question is, it's more meaningful to me when I receive a long loving note, text or email for no specific reason from my loved one or my partner and I hug. I'm going to go with the note, text or email. I'm going to do a hug. See, I'm already shocking myself because I like my mm-hmm. first question, I choose physical touch. <laughs> That's but, wild like, to me. I would not. I know. <laughs> I think on a more personal note, it's so funny because I think like like how you feel in a relationship or even probably just with yourself manifests in your relationship. We talked about that last episode and you specifically and obviously all my other friends have just seen how different I am in this current relationship, how yeah. I was previously, especially with physical touch or just like. I don't know, like relationship things, like those cliche, like cheesy things. I think I called Cohen like baby or something one time. And Alexis was like, what? What did you just say? threw me off. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And so I don't know. I think, I think, yeah, how you feel about yourself or just 
how at peace or what all those little things we talked about can manifest in your relationship and I think that's what kind of changes this love language quiz like I would have never wanted to show like love like that in a relationship before and it's not again a diss to my previous relationship because it was with all of my previous relationships like it wasn't a person specific thing and but for whatever reason now it's just like 360 on me which is interesting I'm excited to see what you end up with we're already starting off hot with the first question so (laughs) okay so the next one is it's more meaningful to me when I can spend alone time with my partner just the two of us or my partner does something practical to help me out Mm. I think that again before I would have definitely chose that second one and I'm still leaning towards that one because I'm a busy gal so like acts of service still is really important to me like someone helping me but I am like tempted to like spend alone time but I guess the question is like what is more meaningful because I would like to do both of those but which one's more I think I'm gonna go with something practical just because when that gets done for me it means a lot more to me than just spending time alone I think I'm gonna do that too also because if you help me get things done then we have more time to spend alone right good thinking (laughs) it's more meaningful to me when my partner gives me a little gift as a token of our love for each other or I get to spend uninterrupted leisure time with my partner mine is probably the leisure time yeah I think personal time and that kind of stuff means more than a gift like it goes a lot farther for me it's more meaningful to me when my partner unexpectedly does something for me like filling my car or doing the laundry or my partner and I touch. I always love the way they word these because it's just like, I picture like E.T. where we like just touch fingers. Right? <laughs> yeah. Like and I'm like, is that more meaningful to me? But I know that they probably mean that in a little bit like better way than just like a little fingy touch. But I'm going to go with the first one. <laughs> I am too. It's more meaningful to me when my partner puts their arm around me when we're in public or my partner surprises me with a gift. I'm going to do the arm around me in public. Another physical touch for me. I don't want either of these. Um, oh. <laughs> I think I think I'm also going to go with the arm around me in public. Gifts just make say me the question is more. Yeah. So like out of those two, they're probably both at your last. But like which one would you like if you had to choose? And have to right. do the arm around the Do you are you just not a PDA gal? I am fine with PDA, but Omar, like, is very physical touch, so I get it a lot from him, so it's mm. not as meaningful to me because it happens a lot. That makes sense. Yeah. So, like, arm around gifts... in public is so, like, normal yeah. that it's not as, like, there's no novelty in it. It's just, like, that's what we always do when we go out. Right. Like, it doesn't feel as special or meaningful because it's a frequent thing that I get. Mm. Okay. Okay. It's more meaningful to me when... I'm around my partner, even if we're not really doing anything, or I hold hands with my partner. I'm going to go with the first one. And I think, again, the person matters, like who you're thinking of. Because I guess now, like I love, usually when I'm like just doing work on my computer, whatever, if Cohen's not doing anything, he just comes and like pulls a chair up next to me and just like is on his phone doing his own thing. But we're just sitting next to each other doing our own thing. And I love that. Like, it's not exactly quality time because I feel like quality time has to be or doesn't have to be how I picture it is like that uninterrupted like intentional time spent together but I like just being in his presence whatever that means so like if we're just sitting together doing nothing like I I like that but I feel like a lot of couples deal with this and I don't want it to come across in like a personal airing out dirty laundry thing but before like that would kind of be used as like we're spending quality time together if like my past partner was like playing video games while I was doing something and I'm like no that's, that's not we're not hanging out time. that's nothing yeah. but like now I do like that but it might be just because it's a little bit more intentional I don't know no I can definitely see that I think there's a lot of truth in what you just said so I'm gonna go with the first one I think I'm gonna go with holding hands which like goes against what I just said in the last one. But like, I love holding Omar's hand. I don't know what it is like in the car when we're just sitting next to each other. So I'm going to go with that one. Oh, it's more meaningful to me when my partner gives me a gift or I hear I love you from my partner. I'm going to go. I love you. Same. 
it's more meaningful to me when I sit close to my partner or I am complimented by my loved one for no apparent reason. Hmm. I feel like I like both. Yeah, they're both pretty good. I'm leaning mm. towards one, but I don't want to influence you if you like both. So I'll wait for <laughs> you to decide. <laughs> I don't know. What's more meaningful? I sit close to my partner. Or I'm... I feel like the second one. Like if I think about like the little like butterfly feeling, not that you feel that every time, but I'm trying to picture that like what gives me butterflies more would be just like the right. random little compliments rather than if I'm sitting on the couch and I just like sit next to them. If we're not doing anything, it's still nice, but I'm going to go with the second one. I agree. I was thinking like I sit next to Omar in bed all the time, but like I would rather get like a little compliment throughout the day. I think that's more meaningful to me. Does he compliment you throughout the day? Or do he I does. Have to yell at him? Okay, no, good. he does. He's pretty good about it. <laughs> he does okay. He's a good words of affirmation guy? He is. He is. <laughs> Thank you. It's more meaningful to me when I get the chance to just hang out with my partner or I unexpectedly get small gifts from my partner. Um, For me, it's definitely hang out. We're both like really busy and on different schedules. So when we get to just like go hang out and do something somewhere, that's probably meaningful to me. It's more meaningful to me when I hear my partner tell me I'm proud of you or my partner helps me with a task. I'm going to go with the second one. I am also going to go with the second one. It's more meaningful to me when I get to do things with my partner or I hear supportive words from my partner. I think supportive words. I think mm, it's definitely like the same question as before, but it's not specific with like, I'm proud of you because some people might not like care about those words, but obviously this is very much a words of affirmation question of like right. do you want to hear that supportiveness or would you rather spend quality time I also think it's like dependent on the situation what do you mean like if I'm really going through it I think I would rather hear the supportive words than to like go on a date night <laughs> like if I'm really doubting myself if I'm feeling quite insecure about something the imposter syndrome sets in you know like I need someone to like hype me up like be supportive so what you're saying is when you feel like you need love the most is when you need him to say supportive things to you I mean when you put it like that I, <laughs> I guess okay that makes sense because it's a love language so like if that's how you that need to receive true. love when you're down so are you saying that like when you're quote-unquote like at your lowest like that's when you like need the love not all the time, but then the example you gave, you said, like, if you were feeling down, what would you need to get back up? Like, how would you need them to love you so you can mm. feel better? And you just said supportive words. Okay, so now I have a new idea about this, too, because I feel like there might be different love languages for, like, your everyday showing love. And then, like, when you are, like, down and out at your lowest point, if that makes sense because mm. I feel like on I a know. consistent basis I don't like I like the little like words of affirmation or like the little compliments or whatever that's great but it's like that quality to, at least in my head we're gonna see what these results say but in my head I would think that my like daily consistently like love language would be like that quality time physical touch but then when I'm like depressed in my bed <laughs> it might be that words of affirmation but see is it daily like quality time and physical touch really or is it just what you do the most because you guys live together and you're around each other all the time like when you live together you're going mm. to be spending a lot of time together and having physical touch a lot I don't know now we're I'm like I'm overthinking it <laughs> yeah we're probably way overthinking this honestly <laughs> people are like just answer the fucking question <laughs> so which one are you gonna do I guess I guess I'm going to go with supportive, especially just if I'm thinking of that example, like that, that's what I would go with. So I'm going to go with supportive words from my partner. Okay. It's more meaningful to me when my partner does things for me instead of just talking about doing nice things, or I feel connected to my partner through a hug. I think I also need to differentiate things that trigger me and things that I would like, because that first little thing, not like in a, like a trauma trigger, but like that first thing triggers me of like, people not doing the things they say they're gonna do like that's a pet peeve of mine <laughs> oh yeah where they're like I'm gonna do this for you and then they don't follow through with it 
Yeah. So like that one saying, my partner does things for me instead of just talking about doing nice things that immediately yeah. just like rose my blood pressure a little bit. <laughs> no. But I could see that. I'm not saying that I need that one, I guess, more or like, I guess if we're trying to differentiate what is more meaningful, because that one just makes me angry if they don't do that. So like I'm tempted to choose that one just because like, don't do that. <laughs> but is that really what I would actually want? Or am I just thinking that like people just shouldn't do that? Hmm. Well, take it outside of like the context of it. Would you rather just have them do something nice for you or hug you? Just take it at the base of what it is. Mm, I don't know. I'm going to go with nice things. I'd rather have them do something nice for me. I feel like I overthink these quizzes every time. Yes. And I need to just be more like gut reaction with it because immediately you said that, but I want to come up with some scenario because I'm like, well, I mean, I guess it depends. Like, am I busy that I would like someone to do something for me? But like, if we're just hanging out, like I want to hug, like. <laughs> like See, everything is so situation based to me I'm the opposite when I take stuff like this I try to completely like clear my brain out not think and answer them as fast as possible well I think that's what you're supposed to do to get accurate results but I oh, well okay but I'm doing well and I, and <laughs> you're doing well I'm sitting here thinking about each individual scenario that would be happening between these two choices and then I'm like well in that scenario I would want this choice when I should just be thinking of it very broad but like well, My when I read the question, can't do that. <laughs> what did your gut say immediately? That first one. Then why are you then afraid I, to go with that one? Well, I'm not afraid to go with it. I'm just saying I thought of that one first, but then I immediately unpacked it with myself knowing that I picked that one based on past experiences because I hate when people say they're going to do things and then they don't do it. So then I'm like, I don't think that's accurate, though, in terms of a love language. I just don't like it when people don't follow through. Yeah. So then I'm like, what is it actually with love languages? I don't know. I'm going to go with a hug. <laughs> <laughs> okay, perfect. Okay. This point of the podcast, I'm turning my brain off and we're just going to answer. I'm going to stop overthinking. Hopefully. Mm, she says this, but we'll see what I happens. Okay. It's more meaningful to me when I hear praise from my partner or my partner gives me something that shows they were really thinking about me. Now I'm overthinking it. See, I gave it to you. <laughs> I transferred I it over there. <laughs> I'm like, usually I love hearing praise from Omar and I would, I don't know, but I was thinking when Omar and I started dating, he used to give me like little rocks that he found on the ground that he thought were cool and I like kept them all. So like if it was like a rock, I think I would like that, but I don't so want like a So am I hearing that you are creating situations based yeah. on the question? <laughs> <laughs> well, I wouldn't go that far. I, I don't know about that, but... <laughs> Are you doing what I was just doing? <laughs> oh, yeah. Damn it. I'm going to go with the second one. Partner gives me I, something that shows they were really thinking about me. Because if I am a gift girly, as we just said, that I, I feel like I'm not a gift person, but I'm much more of an experienced person. So even when I give gifts, I don't like to just get trinkets or things. Or even if it is a thing that like, oh, this book really made me think of you. I would rather give an entire experience of something mm -hmm. like getting a book and some bookmarks and a candle and some socks and like create a whole cozy experience around the book or get somebody something that they actually are going to use all the time or just something more so that one really spoke to me because it was like something that actually made them think of you like something with intent versus like just giving little things like I don't really right. mind the small things or just like coming home from the grocery store being like I got you this but I would rather it be way more intentional and like mean something a little more. I agree with that. I think the, yeah, I was thinking of it very intentionally. So I think I'm also going to go with that one. There we go. See, both of us, turn your brain off. It's more meaningful to me when I'm able to just be around my partner or I get a back rub or massage from my partner. First one. Omar gives the best massages. So I'm going to have to go with that one. Well, that's like, I'm trying not to think too hard because I do love a good massage, but I just like quality time as well, which can be a massage, but like, I don't know. I went with my gut. <laughs> good, good. More meaningful to me when my partner reacts positively to something I've accomplished or my partner does something for me that I know they don't particularly enjoy. I'm going to go with the first one positively to something I've accomplished. I love that one 
And I think both of them are kind of like past experiences for me that like I didn't get. Mm -hmm. And so they both mean a lot. But I think the one that means a little bit more is doing something that someone particularly doesn't enjoy. Because I know that sometimes my like enjoys can be a little different. But it's also great because Cohen and I have a lot of the same like things that we enjoy doing. So it's working out a lot better just on that regard. But in past relationships, I definitely have interests that maybe the other person doesn't like. And it's like pulling teeth to just try to do something that I like to do. Or even if they end up going, they make it everyone's problem that they're there because they don't enjoy it. Everybody knows it. And that's like one of my biggest pet peeves is like, don't, you're you're not actually doing me a favor by just going. I need you to like, just pretend to have a good time at least. Fake it till you'll make it at least. Exactly. Because the way that I am, I'm just, then I'm not having a good time because all I'm doing is thinking about you not having a good time. And neither of us are having a good time now. Right. So I feel like I'm going to go with that second one. It's more meaningful to me when my partner and I kiss frequently or I sense my partner is showing interest in the things I care about. Um, I'm going to go with interest in the things I care about because Omar and I have very, very different interests. And it means a lot to me when he like sits and listens to me rant about the stuff I care about. Yeah. I, I yeah I kind of just said that in the last one too that like mm-hmm. Cohen and I have a lot of the same ones so I feel like I'm flipped this go around but I have felt like that in past relationships because our interests were so different so I'm gonna go with like the kiss one because that means more in this situation because oftentimes like Cohen mm-hmm. and I thoroughly enjoy the same things all the time so yeah we don't really run into like him having to like something that he doesn't really like that I like another physical touch <laughs> I know this is crazy to me how much you're answering physical touch for things. I know. I can picture Allison listening to this episode being like grossed out. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> we are going to have to like personally send it to her to make sure she I can know. hear it. Well, that's like everybody, every single person in my life. Like they would all be like, what, what is happening? Who Literally. are you? <laughs> that the physical touch and the amount that you're answering like quality time too mm-hmm. is just so different mm-hmm it's crazy for me too I don't know what's happening you're changing okay it's more meaningful to me when my partner works on special projects with me that I have to complete or my partner gives me an exciting gift I agree more meaningful to me when I am complimented by my partner on my appearance or my partner takes the time to listen to me and really understand my feelings understand my feelings and listen to me i agree i have a good compliment of course but yeah it like means more yeah. if you're taking the time to like try to understand my point of view or what's happening right it's more meaningful to me when my partner and i share non-sexual touch in public or my partner offers to run errands for me see i'm, I'm starting to overthink it because i i like both i think I know, it's situational it's i'm like I love running errands just in general. Like, it's fun for me to run errands. So it's like, can't he do it with me, not for me? Yeah. But so I feel then like that would kind of That's be the airing same. towards the quality time and not so much acts of service. Because you don't need yeah. him to do it for you. You just want to do it with him. But it's, I think it's just because, like, I love running errands. Like, I'm an errand girl. Like, I love to just go out and run errands, which, like, is not normal. Alexis's errands include going to starbucks going to target oh <laughs> yeah <laughs> going to the pet like, store literally like what are your actual errands like back in the day actual errands were like i need to go to the post office and like send mail and go grocery shopping and now it's like let's set up a farmer's market let's get starbucks and go to tj maxx and target and errands <laughs> is now I'm- just shopping <laughs> 100 percent 100 percent it's it's making him go to the places i want to go so i can shop realistically so i'm gonna go with the first one i'm because if that's what errands really are then i don't want him to do that without me either like i would rather go together right but if i'm thinking of it errands like i have to go get like tags for my car today yeah i'd love it if he did that for me so i don't have to (laughs) so i think i'm gonna go with the second one if we're taking errands as like real errands that are responsibilities because again like I feel like I just get a lot of like touch in general so it's not as meaningful to me mm-hmm. it's more meaningful to me when my partner does a bit more than their normal share of the responsibilities we share 
around the house or work-related, whatever. Or I get a gift that I know my partner put thought into choosing. Um, I'm going to say a bit more than their normal responsibilities. Same. I'm just picturing those days because we have three dogs. The days that we're both tired, but like Cohen gets up to go let all three dogs out. Yeah. I'm like, wow, my day is made. <laughs> 100% because like relationships are not 50-50. You cannot look at them as 50-50. Some days it's like 100-0. Some days it's 80-20. Some days it's 50-50. Mm-hmm. But like there need to be days where someone does a little bit more and someone gets to do a little bit less. Yeah. It's just like helping out. Like knowing when yeah. someone else needs that extra like that extra help. Whether they're stressed or something's on their mind or they're actually just physically tired. Like you guys wake up and you're like, I got a shit sleep. Then being like, that's fine. Why don't you take another hour? Like, let me go take the dogs out and stuff like that. Like, I think that just means so much. Yeah. It's more meaningful (laughs) to me when my partner doesn't check their phone while we're talking or my partner goes out of their way to do something that relieves pressure on me. I will say literally this morning Cohen and I are sitting here in my office and he's asking me like a question or whatever um because he's wanting to start his own YouTube channel and like we're talking (gasps) about like videos and stuff that he could do and he's like what are your little video ideas for me and I'm like oh let me just like let me let's sit down let's talk about it and I'm going through my ideas and all of a sudden he picks up his phone and I just hear like a TikTok video going and he like starts laughing and I was like sir and he's like sorry and I was like why did you just we were literally in the middle of talking and he's like I don't know (laughs) I would it was just like smack the ADHD him. impulse <laughs> of just so like bad. getting that out. Obviously, I wasn't like actually mad, but I was like, yeah, we were literally talking. <laughs> but oh, I would still probably choose that. that second one because it's more meaningful to me if he went out of his way to like, yeah, help me if I was like stressed or had a lot of things to do because I don't really care if he's scrolling on his phone. Yeah. Unless it's a serious conversation, but like I do the same thing. And I think sometimes if I'm completely like just drained, like emotionally, physically or whatever, I feel like I will like focus more and better if I'm just mindlessly scrolling as well. Like I'm not actually paying attention to anything on my phone, but I just cannot look at you and give you my full like everything right now because I don't have a full to give so I, I don't know if that makes sense but yeah well you know those TikToks where they have like a person telling a story at the top and then like a video of like Minecraft or Subway Surfer or something yeah. on the bottom I feel like I need to just like hold my phone up underneath people when they're talking sometimes with like a video of like mindless like Subway Surfer or Minecraft yeah while they- to pay attention so I get it yeah I don't know what it is. what mental yeah. illness is it but it's something <laughs> it's, it's really something I'm also going to go with the second one on that. It's more meaningful to me when I can look forward to a holiday because of a gift I anticipate receiving or I hear the words, I appreciate you from my partner. Um, I appreciate you from my partner. Same. Also, Cohen sucks at gifts and I don't mean gift giving. I mean, this man sucks at surprises. If I buy a gift... <laughs> He's the type to like shake it and like guess it or to like sit here and like try to figure out what it is. I got him an early Christmas gift and I hid it in the apartment and that bitch found it. (gasps) And because he went out of his way to go find it because they used to do that as kids all the time. Oh my God. And it's not so much because I've asked him. It's not so much like the anticipation of the gift. He's like, it's just a fun game. Like I just like to like. Yeah. He doesn't like the unknown. So like surprises, he just wants to know. And I'm like, no, you're going to ruin a surprise. I like surprises. Like, I like not knowing that. Yeah. See, I'm kind of with Cohen on this because, like, Omar loves surprises. But if I buy him something, like, before Christmas, like, two weeks before, every day before Christmas, I'll ask him if he wants to know what he got. And every time he'll be like, no. I just, I want him to know. I think it's so, I get so excited (laughs) that, like, I really just, like, want to tell people what they get. No. Yeah, I know. But like you I'm just like you like oh you like their reaction because you yeah. want to make sure that they like the gift that you got them. Well, I yeah, yeah <laughs> I guess so. What do you put it that way? I I feel like I don't know because I don't when I buy gifts like I don't want people to know. 
but I think that comes with like I'm confident that they will like it so I'm like I don't need to be like do you want to know do you want to know like what I'm just like you gotta wait for it like it's gonna be good because I put a lot of thought into this shit and I don't know if that's actually what it is but I just I like surprises I don't want to know what it is and there's oftentimes Cohen will ask questions in like a leading way that I know where he's going with it. And I'm like, stop right where you are because I don't want to know what you're planning. I don't want to know the surprise. Like I have to stop him from ruining his own surprises with me. <laughs> That's so sad. I know. <laughs> and but, like, I'm like, I get it. it. <laughs> like I get it from Cohen's point of view. Like I really I do. I just it's want hard. to enjoy the surprise. <laughs> I, I understand that too. But like on the other end of it, like you just want to make people happy. So it's hard not to tell them. Yeah, but I guess I I see the big picture and I see the like long game and like when they get it they're gonna be happy. So like they I don't can't. need to know right now. You can wait. <laughs> the long game is too long. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's more meaningful to me when my partner brings me a little gift after they've been traveling without me, or my partner takes care of something I'm responsible to do, but I feel too stressed to do at the time. The second one for sure. Yeah, I agree. It's more meaningful to me when my partner doesn't interrupt me while I'm talking or gift giving is an important part of our relationship. My partner doesn't interrupt me when I'm talking. <laughs> I'm going to go with like that I'm, one. I don't really care about either, but I feel like Cohen and I don't really interrupt each other. Omar gets so talk. excited to like tell me what he's thinking. If it's something mm-hmm. like I've brought up that he'll just interrupt me because he really, really wants to tell me. <laughs> and I'm like you He's couldn't like, have waited I'm, I'm gonna pause I, like, you finish. right there let me just say this <laughs> yes like every day I don't know I feel like my gut I don't like gifts but yeah I'm gonna do the interrupt just because like it's not an important part of my relationship like the way that they worded the question it's not important so I'll do the first one too it's more meaningful to me when my partner helps me out when they know I'm already tired or I get to go somewhere while spending time with my partner. Mm, see, both of those are very high on my list. Yeah, I agree. Which one is more? I'm going to go with getting to go somewhere while spending time with my partner. Mm. I'm going to do the first one. Because I'm Ooh. thinking about like the amount of relief that I feel or like that like when I am really tired and I'm just in that like coma state that I've told you about and like Cohen just like helps me like I've never felt more just like thank god like thank you versus like spending time with my partner like I thoroughly enjoy that but I feel like the amount of relief I get when I'm helped if I'm like tired or stressed is just like astronomical (laughs) right that's fair It's more meaningful to me when my partner and I are physically intimate. Ooh, this test is getting spicy. Or my partner gives me a little gift that they picked up in the course of their normal day. I'm going to go with little gift. See, the test just like cornered me into having to like be spicy because like I don't like gifts. (laughs) So I feel like intimacy is more meaningful to me than like coming home with a gift. See, but I was thinking of it like Omar will bring me home food randomly. (laughs) Food is not a gift. That is a gift, though. It is because it's something that he thought of and like gave to me just as much as like food is something that you have to have to not die. But we could like cook at home, you know, and he's like, well, I picked up this for you from Panda Express because I know you like it or something like that. Or was it just because he wanted Panda Express? Can it be both? I guess. I don't know. I need I need y'all to weigh in if you're listening. Is food considered a gift? Like if someone brought you food, would you consider that a gift? I feel like food is as much as a, of a gift as like picking a flower from like the grass and giving it to someone. Because gifts don't have to be things that people buy for you. They could be like, oh, like yeah. you said, experiences or like mm-hmm. a meal that you like that they bring home or something like that. I feel like there's obviously no wrong answer, but I feel like to me, I would consider food a gift if it was that they cooked for me and because that's like the experience oh. in my head. Like if you made dinner for me and like it was like a little date night thing, like it's like a gift and that's how I kind of picture it. But on the flip side, 
if someone brought me home like a margarita margarita mix or whatever i would i would think of that as a gift too so i don't know i guess yeah. i'm on the fence of like the food aspect because i just think of it like i brought you mcdonald's like here's your gift <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people you gotta let us know please i know okay it's more meaningful to me when my partner says something encouraging to me or I get to spend time in a shared activity or hobby with my partner. I'm going to go with the second one. And I am thinking about a specific instance, but it's been absolutely so fun and definitely meaningful to work on like the bus together. So yeah. like that's like our shared interest and in, like activity and hobby and whatnot. So I'd much rather like spend a weekend at the bus than Cohen just like saying, you got this, you go. Right. <laughs> I think I might also go with that one because we like to hike a lot together and I don't like to do that by myself. You have to take your big scary dog that got scared of the wind blowing this morning. Yeah, my 40 pound scary dog that got terrified of like a moving van. (laughs) It's so sad. (laughs) She was like half a second late to our little call, which I didn't even notice. But then she comes on and she's like, I'm so sorry. My dog got terrified of this moving van and like ran off and like ran up to the apartment and this whole thing and then was like cowering inside. And I was like, holy crap. (laughs) Yeah. She was like hiding in the dark in my closet. And like I had to like give her all of her stuffed animals to make her feel like safe. It was ridiculous. Oh, I mean, I can't really say much. Freya has acquired this new fear of the windows. (laughs) The windows? (laughs) The windows. What? (laughs) she and i'm not just saying like a window like she looks at one and is like (gasps) but like the blinds on windows like if i go to open and close the blinds she like leaves the room she like doesn't want anything to do with it see that's weird it is weird and but she's not like cowering in the closet and needs toys but like she i don't know if it's the sound she doesn't like or like i don't know but she uh, does not like me opening and closing the blinds of the windows interesting see Rhea's still like a puppy so i get the fear thing freya is like a full-on adult dog who just like <laughs> well, acquired this like, fear i know i was saying it's kind of like it's a newer thing like she's been doing it for a couple months but i'm like you are two years old girl like why yeah. are you scared of the windows <laughs> that's so cute though it's really funny <laughs> like even if i go to walk towards them and i like reach up and i look at her she's already like looking at me and like starting Aww. to walk out the doorway like I'm like wait how did this happen that poor baby <laughs> I know I'm trying to think through I'm like what kind of trauma have you endured regarding the windows yeah I know I'm like I haven't done anything like <laughs> I don't know why this is a thing but oh well scary trucks that's like you know that's normal I'm not shocked that a dog like is scared of a giant moving truck so right I would rather or I can see the validity more so in that with Rhea than Freya being scared of windows. So, Yeah, I can too. I'm like concerned for Freya. I know. <laughs> She's special. She's so special. <laughs> okay. It's more meaningful okay. to me when my partner surprises me with a small token of their appreciation or my partner and I touch a lot during the normal course of the day. I don't need like a token for appreciation. So I think I'm going to go with touch a lot. I agree. Another physical touch. It's more meaningful to me when my partner helps me out, especially if I know they're already busy, or I hear my partner specifically tell me, I appreciate you. Didn't they already ask that question? I feel like they are doing what all personality tests do, and they ask the same questions in multiple ways. (laughs) Yeah. To make sure that we're, like, choosing the same answers. They're trying to be sneaky. Mmm, sneaky. But I do think both of these are high on my list as well. Like, especially adding that, like, especially if I know they're already busy, like, that means a lot to me. Like, they're going out of their way of their busy day to help me. That means so much. But specifically pointing out and being like, thank you so much for doing the dishes. Like, I appreciate you also means a lot to, like, recognize and, like, feel appreciated in that way. I, yeah, I think I'm going to go with the I appreciate you one because I'm thinking if my partner were busy and I did have to take on more responsibilities than I would want to. Hearing them say I appreciate you would mean just more. as much to me as or if not more if they like stressed themselves out a little bit and helped. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I agree. I like that like thought process of it too. Mm. I'm going to go with the second one only because Cohen and I um, have not spent very much time apart. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> I'm also going to go with the second one. 
<gasps> oh, that's the end. That was it. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm so excited. Hit me. What's your top one? Acts of service. Me too. <gasps> what percentage was yours at? 30. So was mine. I wonder if they're all going to be at the same percentage. No, we're like the same Enneagram, same love language. Yeah. <laughs> Acts of service. That's, I wasn't expecting that actually. It says, that's a little like tidbit about it. Acts of service. Can vacuuming the floors really be an expression of love? Absolutely. Anything you do to ease the burden of responsibilities weighing on an acts of service person will speak volumes. The words he or she most wants to hear is, let me do that for you. Laziness, broken commitments, and making more work for them tell speakers of this love language their feelings don't matter. Finding ways to serve speaks volumes to the recipient of these acts. Yeah, I, I feel like that's pretty relate. accurate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like we already talked about it though with like broken commitments. I was like immediately blood boiling with someone being like, yeah. I'll do that for you. And then they don't do it. So like, <laughs> and especially agree. like the words he or she most wants to hear is let me do that for you. Like, oh, I don't know. I, yeah, I like it. I mean, I, I can see that being my top. Like I, I think it was my top before as well. Like I feel like I've always mm-hmm. liked acts of service and I don't know. I like people helping me. But I also am a strong, independent woman who don't need no help. So that is interesting, though, because I feel like I'm very, like, stubborn in that regard. But I think in an intimate relationship, I like the help. Like, I'm able to be vulnerable with my partner. Or I would like to be vulnerable with my partner to be like, hey, I need help. But I don't think I would do that in any other, like, instance. Like, at work, fuck no. I'm getting that shit done by myself. (laughs) That's fair. See, it was always like a number two, I think, for me. So I'm surprised it moved to number one. But I also can see how it changed because um, of just like moving to a new place and Omar being really busy and me being really busy of how much more it would mean to me to have extra help in certain areas. Mm-hmm. I can see mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Okay, what is your second one? Words of affirmation. Oh, that is not... Words of affirmation is my fourth one. Ooh, what's your second one? My second one is quality time. Oh, interesting. I'm not surprised, though, because you answered a lot for quality time. Mm-hmm. Do you want to read your words of affirmation? Okay, it says, actions don't always speak louder than words. If this is your love language, unsolicited compliments mean the world to you. Hearing the words, I love you, are important. Hearing the reasons behind that love sends your spirit skyward. Insults can leave you shattered and are not easily forgotten, Kind, encouraging, and positive words are truly life-giving, which I feel is pretty accurate to me. Yeah. Interesting. Do you want to read my, quality time? Yeah, my quality. Or what percentage was your second one at? 27. Oh. I have my second and third are actually tied for 23%. Oh. So they put quality time next, so I don't know, if, like, but they're both at the same. And second and third, so I guess... It would just be second because they're tied. Is quality time and physical touch. Ooh, that's shocking. (laughs) I know. That is so shocking. It's really weird. Okay, so quality time. It says, in the vernacular of quality time, nothing says I love you like full, undivided attention. Being there for this type of person is critical, but really being there with the TV off, fork and knife down, and all chores and tasks on standby makes your significant other feel truly special and loved. Distractions, postponed dates, or the failure to listen can be especially hurtful. The love language of quality time also means sharing quality conversation and quality activities. Okay. I think um, one thing that I'm thinking of with this specifically, especially like with Cohen and I with like quality conversation and whatnot, he's mentioned it a couple times that like we'll just be watching YouTube or something and I'll like pause it to be like what would you do in this situation or like how do you think or like that's so interesting and he's like you do that a lot and I'm like I just like to talk to you like I like to yeah like have just interesting intellectual conversations so that's interesting to me but that to me that is quality time like I love just sitting on the couch talking and it could be about like some philosophical no answer kind of thing or it can just Mm -hmm. be like like what do you think about xyz that we just watched or would you do xyz or i don't know i guess there's a lot of things that could quali- like qualify that. for quality time right hmm. and then yeah physical touch was tied for me with quality time 
for a second, both at 23%. So physical touch says this love language isn't all about the bedroom. A person whose primary love language is physical touch is, not surprisingly, very touchy. (laughs) Hugs, pats on the back, holding hands, and thoughtful touches on the arm, shoulder, or face. They can all be ways to show excitement, concern, care, and love. Physical presence and accessibility are crucial, while neglect or abuse can be unforgivable and destructive. Well, no shit. Why would they say abuse? I know. Physical touch fosters a sense of security and belonging in any relationship. And you said that was tied at 23% for you? Yeah. Okay. I think the description for that is actually interesting. Like, I don't really relate to the description of it. Really? Why not? I don't know. Like, it says, like, hugs, pats on the back, (laughs) holding hands. Like, they can all, like, be ways to show excitement, concern, care, and love. Which, I like, is true. But I guess I don't. I don't really relate to that side of it. To me, being someone who is never a touchy person, definitely, and like Mm -hmm. never PDA, never any of that. And then being someone who like actually wants it and like craves that just regular touch. um, I more so relate it to like, and I don't mean in the bedroom either, but like intimacy. Like I love being next to and like touching even if it's just like a like a sitting way or like cuddling or holding hands or something like feeling connected and like I don't know how to explain it like if I'm in the same room as Cohen like I want to be touching him (laughs) like even if it's just like the little thingy like if we're laying in bed he's definitely like he's very touchy as well but at night he's not really a cuddler because he gets hot okay (laughs) but like for me I will still be sleeping on my side of the bed and like reach over just to like put my arm on his arm and like I like that's how I have to sleep so I don't know it's I it also probably has a sense of that part at the end like a sense of security like I like to be in his presence and I feel safe when I'm with him and like I like to be connected to him and like the physical touch to me helps me feel connected with him yeah I feel like that also like works into it because I'm thinking of I know this is Omar's number one and his are also like hugs and touches like that where like at night he'll like just touch me like put his (laughs) arm on me too stuff like that where like I feel like I feel like though if they were to put that like in the description of like you touch your partner on the face while they're sleeping at night like that's a little too descriptive I know but like I can see where you're coming from with that where it's more than just like the like I think it's more than just touch touch. yeah like it's not that like I crave a physical touch it's that I crave it with this person and I think that's how like when I went into it how I was saying that I think who you're with or who you're thinking of can change your answers because and again nothing against my past relationships but I didn't crave that with them and it could be Mm -hmm. because of that sense of security or that sense of self and whatnot that it's also going into the description about. But like, I didn't have that same connection with them as I feel I do with Cohen. Not anything that I was like consciously aware of or like a decision that I was making in the moment with my past relationships. But like now I do have that sense of security and that sense of self and like that connection that's on a such deeper level that like I crave the the connection that is manifested or embodied through physical touch but like right I don't want to just touch people like I'm not like a like a physical touch with everybody like if I meet people I'm okay with giving a quick hug but I'm not like super touchy with everyone it's like people that I feel a really strong connection with or like someone that like I feel safe with or vulnerable I don't know how to I don't know if that makes sense it does make sense it makes perfect I'm picturing that I also do that with Caitlin but like definitely not Allison. Allison's not a touchy person like at all. Yeah. But like with Caitlin, I love like when me and her hang out, like I give her a hug for like a minute and she gives me a hug for a minute. So I feel like she's also touchy, but maybe also not with other people. But like if we're watching TV, I'll always go and sit next to Caitlin and like we'll cuddle up and stuff. But I'm not with that with everybody. Aww. Yeah. But I feel like it's with certain people that like I just have a certain like vibe or connection with. I don't know. I think that makes perfect sense the way you described it honestly what is your third one then my third was quality you you didn't have a tie at all right no so my third was quality time it was at 23 percent and then Mm. my fourth was physical touch at 13 percent and then my fourth was words of affirmation 
So what is your last one then? Well, receiving gifts. Same. What is your percentage though? Seven. Minus three. (laughs) Oh my God. I vividly remember. And actually I'm going to go back and like, cause I had a video on this. I filmed it for my YouTube channel in during COVID that I like took the love language test. I will go back and look at my actual results, but I feel like I remember physical touch being a 1%. Like I got so low as like a, a one oh my before. Gosh. So that's crazy to me. So even like my least one now is still at like a three, which is still higher than like my least yeah. before. Right. See, okay. Should I read the receiving gifts one? Yes. I want to hear that one. Okay. Don't mistake this love language for materialism. The receiver of gifts thrives on the love, thoughtfulness, and effort behind the gift. If you speak this love language, the perfect gift or gesture shows that you are known, you are cared for, and you are prized above whatever was sacrificed to bring the gift to you. A missed birthday, anniversary, or a hasty, thoughtless gift would be disastrous. So would the absence of everyday gestures. Gifts are visual representations of love and treasure and are treasured greatly. And I wanted to read that because I believe that bringing home food is a loving gesture. And that is in the description. (laughs) Well, I mean, yeah, I think it's a gesture. I, I, again, there's no wrong answer. I'm not saying you're wrong and I'm right. But like, if someone, if I was a big gift person, I feel like I wouldn't qualify food as a gift. (laughs) Yeah, maybe not. But like, it's like a gesture. Yeah. Like I, I would qualify bringing food home as an act of service. Like, hey, I brought this to you, like, I did this thing for you. I know you like this. So it's like a thoughtful act of service for me to go and get food or to bring food home. Or even like to make food for me is still like an act of service in a way because you're like doing something for me. Okay, I can see that too. But I think that I mean yeah all of this I'm I'm like not a big gift person but I will say that like a missed birthday and I'm not talking about gifts but anniversaries and stuff would still be hasty like if my partner if we're thinking about this with like our relationships but if my partner forgot my birthday or like our anniversary I would 100% be pissed but not because they didn't give me a gift but as long if you didn't even say anything the day of or if you didn't like have some sort of a gesture but I don't really care about the gift behind it right which I think that could play into like the other ones if a missed birthday without the gift portion could play into like the affirmation mm, part. I can see that. But if like the gift part of like someone, you know, forgets your birthday and gifts are important to you in any capacity, then like that would feel disastrous. Mm-hmm. And again, like gifts don't have to be like materialistic things. Like I, I said earlier, an example I was thinking of is Omar used to like pick up really cool rocks off the ground and give mm-hmm. them to me. Like that can be a gift if it's, coming with love behind it too oh yeah I think intention with all of the love languages is what kind of separates the love languages and what makes it a little bit more is like intentionally giving a gift intentionally spending quality time intentionally doing an act of service or something like I think your intentions is really what makes it or break it especially for me I think of intentions with everything like even if what I don't know you wore that day or like I don't know I'm like what what made you want to do that like if there's thought behind it like that makes it so much more meaningful than just like well I don't know I just I just did this thing yeah. it means more it's like the whole Definitely. conundrum of I don't want to ask for flowers because then you just got flowers because I asked for them like I want you yes. to have the intent of, of doing going it. to get me flowers right but the flowers can be you know switched out for anything else but using that as an example I agree with that. Like there should be the intent there of wanting to do something for your partner without them having to ask for it. And that's why it's important to know their love language so you can act with intent with what they would like. Yeah. I think I would like to hear your opinion on this. There's a girl that I follow on Instagram and she's like a little influencer as well. And she did this like reel about how she didn't agree with the saying of like, if he wanted to, he would. Or, like, obviously, you can switch that out for, like, if she wanted to, she would. If they wanted to, they would kind of thing. In terms of, like, if he wanted to get you flowers, he would do that. And so if he's not doing that, then obviously he, like, it can go really extreme and being like, then he obviously doesn't love you. Like, break up with them, blah, blah, blah. But she was like, I don't I don't agree with that because I think that he probably wants to. He just doesn't know. And it kind of right. goes to your point of saying, like, you have to communicate your love languages and your wants and your needs 
because you can only do better if you know better. And if someone doesn't know how to love you or how you want to be loved or what fills your cup, it doesn't mean that they don't want to fill your cup. It doesn't mean that they're probably not actively trying to fill your cup. They're just filling the wrong cup because they don't know your love language. Then it's not going to come across the way that they're wanting it to. But I just thought her reel was really interesting on the matter because a lot of people were really holding on to that saying for a while of like, if he wanted to, he would like, and I even said that at one point and I, I do still like the saying because it still calls to attention that like, if people know though, how you don't like something or do like something, and then they continue to choose to not do the thing that you have pointed out to them, then he just doesn't want to like, right. he's had all the knowledge. He's had all of this like prep for this. And if he's still choosing, because it is a choice to not do something, then like, I don't know, something should be going off. No, yeah, I agree with that. I don't think that if he wanted to, he would is like a good saying unless you've already like explicitly communicated that with your partner multiple times because, you know, like I said earlier, people cannot read your mind and maybe their want to is constantly like giving you hugs or holding your hand, which would be a physical touch love, whereas your want to is needing flowers needing gifts given so they're doing what they want to do to show you love it's just not how you need it so if he Mm -hmm. wanted to he probably does you just don't realize it because you're not communicating how you need to be Mm -hmm. loved i agree yeah her thing just made me like kind of think of it a little deeper because i have always said that but i like the little if he wanted to he would with an asterisk and said as long as you have communicated it to him (laughs) right like i think that is important because if you find yourself in this like endless cycle of like feeling unappreciated, the first thing that any of my friends, if they come to me with any problem that I always say personally is I'm like, have you talked to them about it? Right. Yeah. Like, have you once brought it up to them and said, hey, I feel unappreciated because of X, Y, Z. And like, I would love it if you noticed this or just would say thank you or like something like whatever. And then if they, yeah, again, continue to choose not to do the things that you have voiced then that's another discussion. But like your first discussion should first be telling them how you feel and letting them know because they might not know at all. Yeah, the key to a healthy relationship is communication for what Mm -hmm. you need. Mm -hmm. I agree I'm so excited for that. I'm like, yeah, I need to go back and I want to look at my actual like percentage results and everything of my last Mm -hmm. one. We'll post them on the Instagram and let us know what you all got and if it's changed or I don't know. I would highly suggest also taking it with your partner because, again, you both need to know what your love languages are. And if you guys are on the complete opposite spectrum, then you guys can take some time to figure out how to like mitigate that. A little Google search. I've seen stuff on like Pinterest even. So you can search it anywhere. Just being like how to like love someone with an acts of service love language. And there'll be like lists of ways that like typical people like again your person specific so you could always bring that list to your partner and being like hey my least favorite one is gifts giving but I know that that's your top one so like here's some things that I found online do any of these like spark anything in you do you like any Mm -hmm. of them specifically and they can kind of go through and be like oh I would love this 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 and this but there's tons of examples online if you are unsure of how to like show love in another love language that you're not used to right that's a good idea to look Okay, so I think we're ready to wrap up the episode with our notable quotable. Um, Casey sent this to me, and she said it's from Criminal Minds, which I've never seen. (gasps) Wait, wait. You've never seen Criminal Minds? No. I don't watch a lot of TV. I feel like every episode there's like a new show I need to watch. I know, but that's what I'm shocked about is in the one episode I said that I don't watch anything. And I've still seen some shit. Yeah, I've never and seen. You Criminal haven't seen Lines. anything. Oh, Criminal I, Minds is. Oh my gosh, I know nothing You're of pop out. culture. I've heard it's really good. I do want to watch it. I just like. I just probably won't. Is the thing like I want to? <sighs> I just probably won't. You would love it. Like the psyche part of it is just yeah. Astounding. Maybe I'll start it this week. I have time. Maybe I'll like watch an episode and see how I feel. But mm-hmm. okay, this is from David Rossi, which I'm assuming is a character, yeah. and. Okay, it says, scars remind us of where we've been. They don't have to dictate where we're going. Oh, 
I, I literally can picture the episode that that's coming from because oh my god <laughs> every episode they start with like a quote and it kind of like takes you th- it's just related to the episode in some way shape or form usually okay um or they like end with the quote or whatever so i'm like i'm picturing it they're also good oh, you have to watch it oh my god i'm so i need to watch it now all right i'll watch one episode this week i'll text you how i feel about it i'll let you know but i do appreciate the quote in general because you know scars are with you forever but mm-hmm. it doesn't dictate anything moving forward it's just little like glimpses of our past which make us who we are today but it doesn't have to dictate anything like it could help us learn from it it can help us grow from it or you can hold on to it with some resentment or anger like it's up to you of what you do with life's scars whether they're actual physical scars or just like little things that happen in your life yeah I agree with that I thought it was like a very beautiful quote just to like remind you that no matter where you've been you can always still accomplish great things Mm-hmm. So. and who's Casey did she send it on the Instagram or to you or is it a friend or she she lives in my apartment complex we're friends here in Florida and she started listening to the podcast and she Aww. ended up on episode two and then just sent me a notable quotable so I was Aww. like oh perfect I'll throw it in shout out to Casey <laughs> yeah if you guys want to submit notable quotables too you can DM us on the Instagram um our Instagram is in the show notes of the episode two so when you go find the love language test it's in there and you guys can dm us there we always post little snippets of whatever episode is happening or pictures that we talk about whatever so we'll share like our breakdown of our little um love language results and then i'm going to find the ones from before and we'll post that on the instagram too perfect goodness gracious i love that last week we got super deep and then this week we took a love language test who knows what's going to happen next week (laughs) we need the variety exactly keep you guys on your toes but i hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode and we will catch you guys next sunday while you're doing your reset